Welcome to the Kidmen Huddle, part of the Kids Matter Podcast Network. Gather round, Kidmen leaders, and be encouraged and equipped as you build the kingdom. Now here's your host, Amber Pike. Welcome back. I am so excited for today's podcast. Last week, we talked about the importance of resourcing mom and dad. And if you didn't catch it, pause this episode, go back and listen to it. I'm not going to spend a lot of time going into the why of resourcing mom and dads here. We have a lot to get through in this episode, but we all agree that moms and dads have the most influence on their kids. And one easy way to resource families is to send things home for them to use books, CDs, devotions, all of these things and more. Maybe you're going to send it home digitally, maybe physically. You might create or gift families with resources and kits around the holidays. A lot of Kidman leaders were doing this long before COVID with Christmas and Easter boxes and kits. Now with family attendance so up in the air, you might consider sending something monthly or quarterly. Or maybe you have a resource list that you can pull from when parents come to you about a specific issue that they're dealing with with their children or grandchildren. So to help you out, whenever you decide to resource moms and dads through the holidays, monthly, on occasions, I have made a list of my favorite top 20 resources for the home. And we're going to move super fast because honestly, I had trouble just choosing 20. There are a lot of great products out there. So all the links to these products are going to be in the show notes. I don't get anything from any of these products. I don't work for these companies. These are just things that I have used, that I have seen, and I think are pretty awesome for kids. So let's huddle up. So as we unbox these top 20 items, I actually broke them down into sections for you. And the first section I want to cover is Bibles. We get that question a lot from parents and grandparents. I see it online and Facebook groups all the time. What's the best Bible out there? So here are my top six Bible picks. My favorite for little ones is the Beginner's Bible. It's a storybook Bible. And actually, I still have my copy of the Beginner's Bible from when I was a little girl. I love the pictures, the simplicity of the language. This is my favorite pick for toddlers, for younger kids, you know, around that kindergarten age that aren't yet ready for a reading Bible. They also have little bitty toddler versions. They have little books out of it. The Beginner's Bible series has a whole line of products. But as kids start to read, my favorite pick for elementary age students is the Adventure Bible. Now, I'm a fan of the NIV translation, but I love the Adventure Bible. They have an early reader's version and then an older reader's version. And that's just helping with the language of it to help kids understand it a little more. But I think the translation is just a good fit for kids. There's fun facts throughout. There's some colorful pictures. You have a lot of options when it comes to cover style. You can do hardback. You can do softback. They've got, I think they even have like camo and sparkles. The Adventure Bible is what we personally use in my classroom. Here's a little bonus tip for you because Bibles are pricey. Unless you're going to Dollar Tree and just getting the standard cheapo whatever they have, which is fine if that's what you can afford. But if you're wanting something for kids, 
What I do is I go to discount stores and buy used Bibles. If it's a classroom set, a bunch of kids are using it anyways. So we have a half-price books near us, and they sell things real cheap. So sometimes I get a $30 Bible on clearance for a dollar there. And that's where at least half of my classroom set of Bibles came from, and they're all the Adventure Bible. Older translations, older versions of it, sorry, not translations, they still stack up to the current production. Adventure Bible is my top pick for elementary. But maybe you have an older elementary boy, maybe a boy who's really into comics. There are some really cool graphic novel Bibles. Have you all checked out the Action Bible? The Action Bible, at least to my knowledge, was the first graphic novel style Bible on the scene. And it is really cool. My husband actually got one for a Christmas gift because he thought it was so cool. And there's another option that just came out on the scene. I think it's out to purchase. It might not be coming out just yet. Not sure on that one. You'll have to check. But it's called the Epic Bible. Guys, if you have kids that are into comics, this is a neat Bible. When I was reading a little bit about it, some of the artists on this Bible worked for DC Comics and Marvel Comics. When I got it in the mail for a review, my husband flipped through it and being a comic book nerd himself was floored by the graphics in this Bible. Extremely well done graphically. So the Action Bible and Epic Bible, really cool Bibles for your graphic novel, your comic book kids, or kids who just need something visual. There's also a couple of storybook Bibles that I like. Now for the classroom, I want Bibles with verses. The whole Bible, not storybooks, because then kids get confused when they can't find John 1-1 in their Bible. But for home, I love storybooks. And one of my favorite is the Promises of God storybook Bible. This is beautifully illustrated. But each story in there brings it back to God, his promises to his people. Love this Bible. The Friends with God storybook Bible is another excellent one too. It's painting God as the hero. So those are my top six Bible picks, the Beginner's Bible, the Adventure's Bible, Action Bible, the Epic Bible, the Promises of God storybook Bible, and the Friends with God storybook Bible. Moving on to music. I don't know about you guys, but I have music playing pretty much nonstop in my house. It's a great way to teach kids about God, to worship, to reinforce scripture while they're really not even noticing it. So music is a big part of the background of my home. And one CD that I have had on repeat for months is God of Generations by Jonathan and Emily Martin. Now, if you're familiar with Jonathan and Emily, um, you've heard about them before on this podcast. If you know me, you have heard about them. I think they're awesome. They have a ministry where they write worship songs, they lead worship, they lead at camp, they work with Lifeway on different projects. But I love this CD. This is their first venture into family worship. And the title track to the album, God of Generations, is all about families passing on who God is to their kids. This is a great CD 
it just sets a worshipful tone, teaching about God, there's scripture in it, and Emily Martin has got some killer vocals. So this song, this album is on all the time in my house. I took my laptop outside one day to work, and I hit play because, hey, music's in the background. And my three-year-old looks at me and says, that's in Riley's house. She's so used to that music being on in the background. She recognized the album when it came on. They also have, going with this album, a devotion book, and they've created lyric videos too, if maybe your kids like to worship through movement and dance. Another favorite album is Sparkle Rampage Pop. This is from Renco Kids. Uh, Ren Collective, the super awesome Irish worship band, made a kids album this year. And it is so much fun. I listen to it when there are not kids with me. It's just an upbeat worship. There's a really fun song, kind of kicking it back to the old school, Who's the King of the Jungle? But it's upbeat, it's loud, it's fast-paced. It's got a little Irish tune to it. This is a fun, fun worship album. It's teaching kids about God. Um, There are some of the Wren Collective favorites in there, a little more tuned to children. But this is a great Just a fun album for kids to worship God and to learn about God. Now, I like Wren Collective a lot. I have all of their CDs. And just last week, they released their new Christmas album. Now, we're going to talk about some Christmas items a little bit later, but I want to mention this now. Wren Collective, The Jolly Irish Christmas, Volume 2. This is amazing. So God of Generations has been bumped for my CD player right now for Christmas. I'll come back to it. But we have been playing Jolly Irish Christmas nonstop. Well, not completely nonstop because it's still October. My husband is angry that I'm playing Christmas music. So I'm playing it when he's not home. Even my son keeps hitting play. This is an awesome Christmas album. There's a couple of traditional Christmas songs, but really most of the album, they, they made it their own. And boy, is it beautiful. Beautiful worship song set to an Irish tune. They bring in a couple of guests in some of the songs. If you like Christmas music, you need to go check out Jolly Irish Christmas Volume 2. Kids and adults, you will love it. Devotions. We have gone through quite a few devotions. We kind of skip around to a few, do a little bit of this one, a little bit of that. But it was kind of hard to pick just a few for this. But I've got five of my favorite devotions for you. The first one is one we're doing currently. It's Breakfast with Jesus from Vanessa Myers. I think what I like about this one is it's so short. It's a two-page devotion, just a really short, hard-hitting nugget of God's truth. And it's all about Jesus. It's starting out in the New Testament, and that's where we're at now. We're still in the life of Jesus portion. But it's just a chunk of devotion, teaching kids about God, getting them in the scripture, 
And then there's also a prayer and a little application activity. And throughout, since it's a breakfast with Jesus theme, there are some fun breakfast themed activities to do. But we really enjoy this one. We do this one in our morning baskets. At night with my son, we use the Adventure Bible Book of Devotions. This is 365 devotions. It's an accompaniment to the Adventure Bible, which we use. And this he actually got as a gift when he was baptized. And it sat on a shelf for about a year and a half. And then we've been doing it every night. And he loves it. It's really good. Sometimes some of the stories, they make up stories to teach the truth. And some of the stories are a bit weird. Because they talk about circus camp a lot. And I want to know, where is the circus camp and how can I go to one? But the stories do a really good job of illustrating that night's lesson. It's short. It's got scripture starting off each lesson. And then at the bottom of the page, there will be either a word to treasure, giving them more scripture, or a life in Bible times. That's one of the cool things about the Adventure Bible series is they let you know culturally what's going on. Or there might be a live it out kind of application thing. But this is a great short bedtime devotion for us. That's when we use it and it works perfectly just going to bed with a great nugget of God's truth. We're getting ready to start a new devotion called Epic Devotions, 52 Weeks in the Story That Changed the World. This is a newer release and it is really cool looking. Now, these are a little longer devotions because it's 52 weeks covering the Bible. So each devotion is a little bit longer, but it's deep. The book is visually very appealing. I mean, visually, it's, it's, it's strong. Not for little, little kids, even though it's cartoon drawn. Um, but it's just visually, this book's rocking it. And it's deep. I flipped through it, and I'm really excited to get to try this. This is actually in my family's winter kit that they're going to be getting at church. I'm really excited for our families to dive into this devotion. I think this is going to be a a favorite of many people. I also love the Friends with God series. They have two devotions that I really like. Friends with God Discover How to Pray and Friends with God Discover How to Read the Bible. These are really short, little hardback books, but it's teaching kids the practical side of discipleship, of how to read the Bible, how to pray. It highlights different characters in the Bible and how they did it. So how did Jonah pray? How did Hannah pray? And then there's a spot for the kids in the prayer one to pray. It gives them a prompt to do it. And so we did a prayer journal when we went through this. And then the Friends with God Discover How to Read the Bible. It's just that. It's teaching kids how to read the Bible. So these are really great tools to teach kids the practical side of living out their faith. Really like these two books. They're short, but they bring it. Great devotions. Now it's time for Christmas. I love me some Christmas. That is why it's October and I'm already singing Christmas music. So I have a new Christmas thing I'm super excited about. It's also going in my family's winter kits. 
But B&H Kids, it's the same Lifeway company, they just came out with one, Seek and Circle Christmas Stories. It's a seek and find book, but it's way cool because it's not just, hey, find the candy cane. No, it's a scriptural seek and find book. It's made to where you can use it with a dry erase marker on the book and then just wipe it off and it won't damage anything. But it's also a devotion. So it goes beyond just the find this picture. It's teaching them about God. Really excited about this. I think this is going to be a big hit for younger elementary because it's very interactive. A CD and DVD combo that I'm loving for Christmas is Doorposts Unto Us. It is a beautiful Christmas CD. They have motion videos if you're wanting to do this for church. They have lots of combo packs you can choose from, but they also have a family devotion book that goes with it. So last year, my family's got the CD. This year, they're getting the new devotion book. Really great resource, beautiful songs. There's videos, lyric videos and motion videos. There's CDs and devotion books, but the doorpost unto us is a great Christmas resource. And one of my favorite Advent books is the Advent Storybook. 25 Bible stories showing you why Jesus came. This is written by Laura Ritchie. This book I sent home to my families last year. When I saw it, I was so floored because it started back at creation. So many Christmas things just start at Christmas, which is important. But if we just start there, we miss the why the why Jesus had to come. And I loved this devotion because it told you the why. It walked you up to why Jesus had to come. Love this one. They're short. They're illustrated. It doesn't take a lot of time for your family to go through this. Obviously, if you do one a day, 25 days. But time-wise, it's not a long-time investment each day, but it's extremely well done. I would even recommend this for high schoolers. The whole family, it's a really great resource for Christmas. Do you have families that like to listen to podcasts? Well, my favorites, Jonathan and Emily Martin, have a podcast, the As You Go podcast. It's not for children's ministry leaders. It's actually for mom and dad. Jonathan and Emily, as they've branched into family worship, as their family is growing themselves, they created seven pillars, I think it's seven, of family worship. And they walk through these on the podcast. They talk about the importance of worship, of prayer, of reading your Bible. But then they also have, you know, it's important to have fun together. It's important to learn together. So they have these pillars that they base their family worship idea around. But this podcast, it is a great resource for moms and dads. It talks about the practical of family worship, sometimes the not so glamorous of family worship with toddlers. (laughs) And it really just, it's very encouraging telling mom and dad that, hey, you can do this and it's not as hard as you think it is. You just need to do it. You need to get into God's word together. This is a great weekly podcast that you can point your parents to. And you as a children's ministry leader would love it too, but it is geared towards mom and dad. Do you have any kids that like to read books? If you want a fun book series to recommend to them, or maybe a fun book to gift, you can gift the first one in the series. 
the Dead Sea Squirrels is super fun. You heard that right. Dead Sea Squirrels. My son loved this series. There are eight books, and the premise behind it is all about these two squirrels that were petrified in the Dead Sea Caves. And when the Dead Sea Scrolls were found in the caves, these squirrels were taken and they got wet and they thawed out and now they're living in a different time. It's very silly, but a good wholesome book series that points them back to God. There's a cool section at the back talking about the Dead Sea Scrolls. Really fun series. I would put it at probably good for around seven to maybe 12 year olds. My son was eight when he read them and he loved them, but just a fun little series. And then lastly, I thought I'd give you a product for little ones because sometimes in my experience, it's been hard to find good quality products for little ones that teach truth. I found several products that in trying to make it work for younger kids, they kind of lose some of the value. Scripturally, I mean. But I love the Big Theology for Little Hearts series. This is through Crossway Publishing, and they're little board books that are teaching really big truths to little kids. They have some on God, Jesus, and the Gospel, and I love these. Simple, short board books teaching deep theology for preschoolers. They're awesome. I have already bought a set for my church nursery. I have them at home. These are some of the best resources I have seen for preschool age kids teaching deep, deep, important theology in a fun and easy to understand way. So there's your 20 items. All of these things are things that I have either used with my kids at home or, or sometimes, and I have used them as resources for my families. And with a little extra budget money at the end of this year, no camp deposits. Since camp was canceled, I got a little extra in my budget. My families are getting some really great resources in their winter faith kits. But you don't have to have a budget to resource mom and dad. If you can buy them physical items, if you can buy them books and CDs and devotionals, do it. But not all of you can, especially given the time that we're living in right now, your budget might be on a freeze. So if you can't, maybe you want to point moms and dads towards some great resources that they can use in the home. Maybe you're going to create a really nice looking flyer of resources that might be good gift ideas for Christmas. Bibles, devotions, books, these all make great Christmas ideas for kids. Or maybe you want to create a product of the month email or text message just to let families know about great new or old favorite resources that they can use at home. Books, devotions, CDs, these are all great tools that we can put into the hands of parents. But family worship, family discipleship, doesn't require any of these things. We don't need all of these extra bells and whistles. Family worship is just spending time in the Word, worshiping together. Now, 
books and devotions and CDs, all these bells and whistles and extras, they are fun. They're entertaining. They're enjoyable. If you can provide those resources for your families, I so encourage you to do it. But the best resource that you can give moms and dads and grandmas and grandpas in your ministry is encouragement. Encourage them that whatever they do to get their families in the word of God, that's good enough. Remember, Kidman leaders, what you do matters. <laughs>